0: Welcome back, Quick Chicks. Georgianne Watson and Betsy Suda here.
1: Hi, everyone. Welcome to the final race day edition of the Quick Chicks podcast, coming to you from Sacramento, California. Hey, Georgianne. Hey. What would you do today? Like,
0: kind of ran a marathon. Mm -hmm. Oh, my goodness. What did you do?
1: The same thing. Yeah, 26.2 miles was run on these... Four legs each. <laughs> Four legs each. Yes, ma'am. Oh my goodness gracious. Yeah. Um, so this is our first episode co-hosting in the same room. We are in a lovely hotel room in the Best Western in Sacramento.
0: uh Full disclosure: we are each like three margaritas deep. So, like, buckle up because there's gonna be some turbulence. Yeah, you're welcome. Right. Yeah. Very much. Our hair, um, our hair is
1: down.
0: Yeah, we look rickety. great. <laughs> <laughs>
1: <laughs> um so let's back up a, a little bit we both arrived in this lovely town um yesterday no
0: no false friday. like i said turbulent Time, friday evening
1: time's a little sketchy to us at the moment okay we both arrived friday i got here a little early after arriving from gainesville i had four connect three connections four cities you ladies came via dc
0: correct so um i got to travel with my good girlfriend sarah who was our first guest host on the podcast back i think in episode four right i'm (laughs) we're the (laughs) (laughs) host don't get twisted right she was our guest speaker uh (laughs) (laughs) turbulence So we got to travel together which anyone who's done a marathon with a buddy knows like if you get to go with someone oh god is that helpful because then like you're not alone with your thoughts for like seven hours on a plane and yeah it was great we just got to travel together so we did harrisburg to dc to sacramento
1: yeah any um highlights from the flight
0: yes share those Um, Sarah and I had, like, the genius idea that, like, when we bought our tickets, like, I would buy the window seat. She would get the aisle seat and, like, fingers crossed. No one would sit in the middle. Um, Plan did not work. And, right. And we ended up getting, like, the guy who's, like, afraid to fly in between us. Sort of wedged, I believe. Right, wedged. Former boxer. And, like, like, clearly did not have his act together. He did not have, like, a payment saved on the united app like he could not buy a drink which he was like very keen to do sarah being the lady that she is like offered to buy said gentleman a beverage to like you know calm the nerves mm-hmm. and it was like a, on the
1: edges. yeah and it was just
0: like a little bit of a situation um but it, like he was fine then and, and what was great was that like once he kind of settled down he became like a little more chatty and friendly and was like so a marathon huh like tell me things and i was like wow (laughs) let's dive in yeah and he got like a nice you know like five to six minute tutorial of like the marathon and how we train and how we feel in the marathon i like may or may not have like busted up my gels as like a visual aid and and it was funny because like He's in the middle, and there's, like, two of us on each side, and he just, like, his head was just, like, swiveling, like, back and forth. Like a tennis match. Yes, right, like a tennis match. And he, like, clearly overwhelmed him. Hmm. Um, But we made it. (laughs) And then we... um, Met up with Kelly at Baggage Claim. Um, Kelly was our guest on the Boston episode after Kelly and I ran the Boston Marathon together back in October. And so we met up with her at Baggage Claim and shared an Uber to the hotel where we found you.
1: Asleep, tucked in, <laughs> dreaming away. Yeah, I arrived a little bit earlier. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah, the flight the, or the travel from East to West Coast isn't too bad. It's just kind of one long day, but then you. I mean, it's not great. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, my friend was similar. I had some really actually interesting, like, seatmates. Yeah, my, the guy mm-hmm. next to me was in Miami for Art Basel. And then the other seatmates were, um, I think, YouTube, Instagram influencers. And, we had
0: and, and like, Betsy us. was, like, telling us this, and we were like, but were they? Yeah.
1: <laughs> yeah. And then, um, yeah, I, I kind of enjoy traveling and seeing, mm. you know, people watching, that sort of thing. Um Yeah, so then we got here, and then Saturday was, like, our pre-race day. We had a lot to cover, sort of, in terms of, like, getting our bib at the expo. We had a shakeout to do. We had a lot Mm -hmm. of food to eat, a lot of Mm -hmm. fluids to get down, and, like... Mm -hmm. um,
0: Yeah, so tell our listeners a little bit about, like, your race day routine. I mean, pardon me, pre the day before.
1: So, I mean, I haven't done a marathon again in 15 years, full stop. So I'm very out of practice in that, but I do have a good like 5K pre-race thing. It's like, mm-hmm. you need to get up, you need to like eat kind of right away just to get you know the body moving. Also getting out for a short run is really important. Getting fresh air, mm-hmm. you've been in a hotel room all night. You can just feel a little stale. Checking out the course is really important. Learning where you're gonna finish is important. Mm-hmm. Getting visual aids to help you. And then you need to get, like, your race bib and then your race outfit collected and figuring out what you're going to eat that night and those sort of things. So mm-hmm. we covered all of that. Plus, what else did we do on Saturday?
0: Well, you know, yesterday I feel like was really about, like, the fueling. And we were, were talking. We
1: relaxing. We really needed to chill
0: yes and it's like you were saying you have to relax you have to get off your feet but you also can't like just like be in bed all day like your legs will be stale yeah. so it was it was great we kind of like divided up the time that we needed to be on our legs like we got up early and got like a shakeout in but then came back and kind of and our rel- shakeout
1: was like two miles we're not right like, nothing of significance right
0: it was a 20 minute run some of us did strides Um, came back and then just like you know showered up and relaxed a little bit got off of our feet got a good breakfast in um Mm -hmm. the day before breakfast is like very important so like we ate a lot the night like the two nights before dinner is actually also really important it was a little bit tricky for sarah and i because we were on a plane like from like east coast time like five to Mm eleven so thankfully like sarah had the suggestion and like wherewithal to be like we're gonna get like a big sub at subway at the airport like before we get on this plane and like was
1: it tw- was it what, foot, long, foot
0: long it was foot long. a foot long yeah. right mm-hmm. the sub or turkey tuna. oh t- oh tuna girlfriend um <laughs> so like kind of like held on to it for like a hot minute and, like ate it at dinner time and it was great and i was like very full and it was g- very good planning on her part and i I was like, yeah, that's, that's a great idea. Um, and think,
1: then. Yeah, I think what we're getting is, like, you just really can't leave fueling to chance. Like, you need to do a little bit of research, come up with some planning here. Mm-hmm.
0: Sarah actually called the subway the day before just to make sure they were open.
1: I packed my own dinner, too.
0: Yeah, right. Yeah. And so, I like, it's one of those things, like, you can't make up for that yeah. the next day. Like, you have to get food in you, like, the days leading up to it. It's
1: like camping need to bring it with
0: you yeah it is like camping so
1: um
0: yeah had a good dinner like two nights out had a really nice breakfast like the morning before and then really for me the rest of the day was like smaller meals we um, kind of like want a snack throughout the day. Like, you want to get all of the carbs and calories that you need, but like not all at once. And basically, the reason before that is so that you're like your body stores it as glycogen versus mm-hmm. fat. And so that way, like, it's an available energy source come race day.
1: And then today, you didn't, we didn't need to like gorge. Like, you had a sensible breakfast. Right. I think it, kind of blows people's minds thinking about what you would eat before a marathon it was just like a normal breakfast maybe a little bit more right yeah because we were well fed going right
0: we were like stocked up basically yeah we were like squirrels for winter right um so (laughs) um yeah so I was actually kind of I was more nervous about the fueling than I was about, like, my fitness. Like, I knew I was fit. I knew that if I was feeling good, like, I was going to run well. I remember you
1: saying that yesterday. Yeah. Yes.
0: And so I felt, like, going to bed last night, I felt, like, very good about how yesterday went because I felt like, you know, like, we did our shakeout and then came back and, like, fueled up and had a good breakfast. But then, like, we headed back out for packet pickup at the expo center. We, like, were out for lunch. Um, I had a nice little like midday excursion, came back, rested, and then we headed back out again for like an evening meal. Um, so I just like, it was a mixture of like being on our feet just enough, but also like getting off of our feet.
1: Yeah. And what was I going to say? Oh, I had kind of the opposite outlook. Like I wasn't too sure on my fitness, but I knew I could control Mm
2: -hmm.
1: my fueling. Mm -hmm. You know, I thought like hydration was one thing I could totally control really mm-hmm. like mm-hmm. I'm I'm not gonna get in, in a bad place with mm-hmm. that mm-hmm. and the same thing with the with the goose I'd really been practicing mm-hmm. that for the past mm-hmm. few weeks
0: right yeah so um and I'll get into this a little bit later on in the podcast when Betsy and I give like our play-by-play of how the race unfolded mile um, by mile everyone <laughs> yeah. Just um yeah but that it all it all came together yeah. for me today which was which was really good um And so, yeah, we all, like, kind of got to bed early last night, which wasn't hard because I think we're, like, pretty much still on East Coast time. So, like, getting to bed at, like, 8 p.m. was, like, not an issue because, like, my alarm was off at 3.50 this morning.
1: Yeah, ours was off at 4. Um, What do you do? What kind of things do you do race morning?
0: I'm, like, a different person race morning. Like, and so, um, Kelly Griffin and I are...
1: You're an elevated version of every, (laughs) like aspect of your personality <laughs> <laughs> so like the cartoon version of you. <laughs> right I you
0: know and most people know me like I'm like this like I'm very bubbly and chatty and you friendly roll
1: with the punches no you were not rolling with any punches
0: oh no I'm throwing them right yeah I'm like a very intense race morning and um Kelly Griffin and I are rooming together and Betsy and Sarah are together and so like Kelly and I are very similar race morning like yeah. there's not a whole lot of conversation right but like we both can just like read each other and just like we're good. Like we know what the other needs and we just like have our routine and like we know who's gonna like w- it's we like didn't. It is like a marriage. Like we know who's gonna use the bathroom first and like who you know what I mean. All that stuff. Like we just stay out of each other's way, but we're also like, girl, I got you. You know. Yeah. Um. So like so you we get up, you you
1: know do your ba- you know.
0: Right. Whatever. Yeah. And so actually this morning I. Um, I did my breakfast a little bit different than yeah. what I have done previously for my other marathons or even, like, longer road races, like a 10K or a 15K. And I actually had a little bit lighter breakfast. Um, which Lighter, lighter yeah. right. Like, which you were saying would probably surprise some people because you think of what you would normally eat before a marathon. Um, so I, I had... I think maybe 500
1: calories is what I had, maybe 700.
0: I have, like, no idea. <laughs> I just... <laughs> Just know, like, what what's the food that I need? I don't even know the calories that are in it. Um, How many calories are in this? <laughs> right. So, I had a superhero muffin from Shleene Flanagan's cookbook, along with half a slice of like a very small piece of like banana bread that I made at home, and I brought all of this with me that I I did make at home.
1: Lancaster butter.
0: With my Lancaster, not Lancaster butter. <laughs> Lancaster <laughs> butter. Right. Yes. Um, and I, I'm
1: I, in
0: Boston. I like to like <laughs> emphasize consonants. We're very touchy about yeah. it in Lancaster. Okay.
1: Yeah.
0: Um, and so I like for me, like that's a little bit of a lighter breakfast that I'm yeah. used to. I'm also used to having a noon with caffeine race morning instead of coffee. Mm-hmm. And I had about half of that but knowing that i had to get 17 ounces like of a martin 160 mix in me before like the race start i knew that i couldn't like drink that plus like a whole noon with caffeine i knew i needed some caffeine just to like get my morning going like just like normal routine so i had about half of it but then i swapped out like the rest of it for like a run piece of run gum Mm -hmm. for just the rest of the caffeine How
1: much liquid we can hold absolutely like there's a There's a space
0: issue, right? Yes, and so me having some stomach issues in my previous two marathons, I was like, I think I'm gonna try just going a a little bit lighter, like for breakfast.
1: digestion is a stress, like on the body.
0: Absolutely, and for me, it's it's like been an issue. the um, I I got I figured it out today. Uh, Yeah. Yeah. And that felt really good to just kind of nail. And I went to the starting line. Like, I got everything in me that, like, was necessary, but I was not full. Um, Yeah, what did you have for breakfast?
1: I wake up first thing, um, and then I have either fruit or fruit juice on the empty stomach. Because if I have food and then fruit, it kind of, it doesn't digest as well. So fruit's very easy to digest. It's, Mm -hmm. like, just basically pure fruit, fructose, Mm sugar. So I had some um, apple juice, mm-hmm. then um, made some coffee, toasted my own bagel with my vegan butter that I brought. How, how did you toast it? Oh, thanks for asking. I brought my own toaster from Gainesville. <laughs> yeah. Um, so folks, I'm gluten intolerant and also dairy intolerant. So I found gluten-free bagels and I was like, great. This is like, you know, high carbs, a lot of bulk. This will be great. But no one wants a cold bagel. No one wants so that. hard to get down. Even, yeah, even the best fresh bagels, they need to be toasted. And hotels, rarely have I ever seen a toaster in one. So mm-hmm. I made room. I made it work. I Love regretted. it. Yeah. So super glad I brought that. Toasted it up. Delightful. Had the coffee. Um, brought some noon on the bus. Because, again, mm-hmm. like, fluids, there's only so much you can absorb mm-hmm. at once. Mm-hmm. So it took me, like, three hours, like, all morning to get in Twelve to sixteen ounces of extra fluid, um, and then I had um, chews with a little bit of caffeine before mm-hmm. uh, the race. So maybe at like six forty-five because the race went off at seven. So mm-hmm. yeah, when I was waiting in line at the Portageons, I had my chews. Mm-hmm. So yeah, two cups of coffee. Oh wow! Yeah, I'm I'm a serious coffee drinker. Yes. Um but I've practiced that you know done it for years so no big deal. Right yeah and it's funny cuz
0: I'm a coffee drinker too but I Not don't I run. can't hate right have coffee before I run um Kelly had coffee this morning as yeah. well and she's used to having that as well. Yeah, so I think it's just total, total preference. Yeah. Um. So let's talk about the race. Yeah, okay. Um. Yeah, so like we all get on the bus together. So so folks, this is me, Betsy, Sarah, and Kelly. We have adjoining rooms. It's like lovely. Like what a fun girls a trip yeah. we're having. Uh, Betsy coined Dorm- the phrase <laughs> the door to Narnia, which is like the door in between our two adjoining rooms. Yeah. Like we don't have to go outside. That's like the door to Narnia in between our two rooms. Yeah, it's like College, yeah. um uh, we're having a great time so but yeah this morning it was you know like we were game face and let me
1: business
0: right that's it was business. a very good way of putting it. we walked out the door and like went to the buses took like a hot minute to get a bus but we got on a bus so yeah. we were fine um kelly and i do have the ritual of like writing our fuel plan on our arms and sharpie on the way to the race start um Little bit of a hiccup and with a
1: fuel plan just means like mile one water, mile three.
0: Yes, go, right, exactly. Right, and we use abbreviations as well. So, for example, it could be like today, you know, like three dash NM, which was like at mile three, grab a cup of noon and take your Martin gel. Yeah. So, like, I and know what
1: happens if you skip or.
0: Right, right. Well, I'll get to that because I, okay. I did do some yes. improvising today, which is new for me because mm-hmm. usually I'm like, a, I'm very good at following roles. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, I will get to that. So um, we usually write that on our arm on the way to bus start. Um, there was no gear check at the start this year which was new for cim and so like last year we had our phones with us because there was gear check at the race start and we like just pulled up the flashlight on our phone we didn't have that this year so we like kind of got started when we were like waiting for our bus to fill because the lights were still on but then like we started driving out there and like the lights were off and it was bumpy and dark and we were like well we can't do this right now um yeah so what was nice was like you were allowed to wait on the bus Mm. once you got there so when we pulled up um we finished writing like the fuel plan on our arms because we started with arm sleeves so normally like we'll write it all on one arm Mm. but today we did it on both arms so like we could just pull up our arm sleeves Mm. just like a little bit and see the plan Mm. like you know Mm. um but because of that like you need the other person to write it on your right arm (laughs)
1: Unless you're ambidextrous.
0: Which I would love to be. Which I am. But I'm, oh, points for you. But I got off the
1: bus, like, because we. Yes, right.
0: So (laughs) Kelly and I finished our fuel plan with our Sharpie. Mm -hmm. We had, like, a lovely little exchange with you and Sarah before you guys got off the bus. And we like, kill it. Yeah, we did. It was like, yeah, we went off to war. It's like,
1: die with your boots
0: on. Right. Die with your boots on. Right. (laughs) So we finished that. We did um, put our racing flats on the bus as well right. because we came like with like just like junk shoes that we were ready to toss anyway to wear to the race start um so we put our racing flats on finished our fuel plants we got off the bus we just had to use the restroom and go time. you know like stuff our pockets with our gels give each other one last hug kill it mm-hmm. um and then you i do like any warm-up i honestly didn't that's Same. a great question i you know ideally, i'm
1: ideally would you have honestly no yeah I, you know it's
0: 26 miles yeah.
1: also the weather was nice on it was like misty and like 48
0: right but
1: it
0: wasn't windy it wasn't windy i once i got good once i got going i felt good i also just was like i don't want to waste right what are you
1: gonna do any now?
0: energy right uh, yeah um Right, like for me, like adrenaline at six twenty pace, like I, I'm fine with that. Mm-hmm. Yeah, um, off the line. And seven. some people are totally different, and they need like a couple of strides or whatever. I'm I'm good to go. Um, yeah. So I went into the seated corral. Um, Kelly went up to the elite corral, and so I like could I was like maybe four rows behind her. Like I could like see her race start um and it was really it was honestly like it was very chill it was pleasant I saw a couple of familiar faces Carly Glasser from Jacksonville I gave her a big hug I hadn't seen her in a couple of years I saw Eddie Garcia mm-hmm. who was a soul guy that we know um which is so
1: crazy there's like 11,000 people at this race and we knew 11, yeah
0: people. yeah it was great so just kind of like saying hi to some familiar faces and good the luck union. it just yeah. right and it kind of just keeps it light which is what you need right before you start right um yeah so I got lined up and I just had a couple of last minute thoughts in my head and I was like you're ready for this and don't go out too fast and like this is what you've trained for and like it's go time and um I felt like very confident on race start about like what I was like about to attempt um I knew my coach felt like very good about my build um I felt good about my build I knew I was fit I just needed to like not do anything stupid Mm. basically my shoes felt good like they were tied great um I knew I had done like yesterday very well my morning of like was very good um and like the gun went off and I just I was like all of a sudden just kind of relaxed
1: yeah peace sense of peace Mm yeah yeah our morning was a little bit different just because we got in line for the bathroom and, like, things were just taking longer. So mm-hmm. we scooted our way up to the, the group. We were trying to run with the three-minute – excuse me, the three-hour group, but we did, couldn't even get that far up. We were with the 3.05 pace group because it was just packed and, you know, you didn't want to start, like, a, <laughs> like, an issue pushing people. So Sarah and I just started there and – it took us four miles to get with um, the three-hour pace group. So Kevin. With Kevin. <laughs> yeah, Kevin, if you're listening, thank you. <laughs> he, he was our pacer, as was Adam. Um, uh, yeah, so, again, we didn't warm up either because there was just no time. Mm-hmm. But I think a warm-up might have helped me a little bit because I did start out a little too aggressive just because I wasn't quite smooth, wasn't quite regulated. I was a little too excited. Mm-hmm. Um, and it is downhill at the start. Mm-hmm. So... Um other than that I felt I felt excited to get going. It was a fun atmosphere. The weather looked really in our favor and we were ready, you know? Mm-hmm. Time mm-hmm. to get going.
0: Yeah. Yeah. So um I, I went out about six seventeen, which was like a little bit a little bit crisper than what I was like planning on, like for the first mile, just because sometimes like the first 5k like, because we don't do a warm up, it, it takes like a, a minute to just get like situated. And then my second mile was like a 630. And I was like, well, you can't go this slow. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, I, um, it like took me a second to like find that 620 pace mm-hmm. that I was looking for. Um, but like, I found it. And when I was in, I, I did that like 630 mile, I kind of found myself behind like three women and they were running like 640 pace. And I was like, that, this is not where I need to be you kind of thing and I Mm. like went out and around them and like kept Uh. pressing but it was one of those like I could have just stayed like 640 but like this is great you know but I was like no this isn't what I trained for like I trained Mm. to run for 620 pace and Mm -hmm. like that's what you need to be doing Mm -hmm. um so one thing that I did was I took a, a noon with caffeine um gel 45 minutes before race start and then the first three miles of the race I held a bottle of eight ounces of Martin 160 mix and I carried it with me for the first three miles. And I, I really liked that. It wasn't the most comfortable thing for me. I'm not used to carrying and running something. Um, but it let me not worry about getting that first cup at the second mile. I just got to focus on like my pace and finding my people. Um, and I just had my like bottle with me and I was good. And so I finished about seven of the eight ounces. I kind of told myself before the race, like get in what you can, like, don't force it. If you feel full. I didn't finish all of it and I was like fine with that. I tossed it at about 5k. Um and at the same time I also tossed my arm sleeves mm-hmm. then as well. I just was it like warmed, right up. I warmed up. I still wanted gloves. Um, it was funny. I like put my arm sleeves in my sports bra for like maybe 15 seconds. Mm-hmm. And I was like, well, this is stupid. Like I'm not putting these back on. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and I just tossed them. I'm like, I'm not carrying these for 23 more miles. Mm-hmm. Um, so I tossed those. And like, once I tossed those and I tossed the bottle at 5k, I just like immediately felt more comfortable. Yeah. Like I'm not holding something. I'm like less weight with these arm sleeves already. Um and then that's when like i really kind of found my pace and i started running and there was a marine from san diego who was like running my pace with me for like the first 10 miles very nice fellow kind of like wanted to chat a little bit and i was just like no (laughs) and and he was nice and and i could tell he was almost kind of trying to help me out a little bit which i appreciated but i was also like i'm not here to have a conversation
1: i just thought of this like the beginning of um of marathons are kind of like a cocktail party, you know, it's like a little bit of chit chat, a little small talk. And then it's like, we're done. you know. Oh, right. right. And there's a lot of like, what are you going for? Like, what's right. your pace? Right. And, yeah. yeah. Like, none of it really matters. And it's kind of annoying. And if you're all there for business, it's very annoying.
0: Right. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> um, and so, yeah, I, I like found my pace and I found like, and like the groups changed and we were kind yeah. of talking about this after the race, like, because i do take a lot of the cups on course that that kind of shuffles the deck a little bit with the group that you're in and so you might like you know slide over grab a cup take that you might slow down for a couple of seconds to like get it down and like regroup and that pace keeps going and might not have stopped and then like you find yourself with like a new group and then it you know that 30 seconds later you're back up with your old group but like so um the, my groups kind of changed from like the first 10 miles to the 10, second 10 miles 10. to like the last 10k right but I was always with people yes. and I was always with people who thankfully had like very good race etiquette yes. um was all about like working together and um the gentlemen on course and I know you mentioned this as well were like very polite a couple of them didn't know if I like, was an elite runner who was getting bottles, and they were like, do you need to get over to get your bottle? And I was like, no, I'm, mm-hmm. I don't have bottles, unfortunately. Um, but I was like, but thanks, you know, yeah. <laughs> um, because we were...
1: Yeah, georgian's talking about listeners who aren't really familiar. Um, if you're an elite runner, and I'm putting, like, air quotes around that, that means, like, you've been told ahead of time, you're in a special corral, you start first, you've mm-hmm. also prepared bottles with whatever you want i mean it could be Mm -hmm. it could be coke it could be you know Mm -hmm. it could be gatorade it could be whatever you want to take and those bottles are yours and they get put on a table you get a number Mm -hmm. that's your table so like every elite water station you go to table Mm -hmm. seven and you pick up the water bottle that says Mm -hmm. cindy smith
0: (laughs) (laughs) right and it's been like been set out for you and everything right um so yeah so I was moving over a lot to get the cups because I didn't have bottles which was fine the noon endurance that was offered on course worked very well for me um and Betsy had asked earlier you know did I stray for my fuel plan at all that like I write on my arm to kind of like remind myself what I need to take at what mile it just kind of takes the the planning out of it like you just follow instructions basically which is what you just need to to do in a marathon um i was pretty good i one thing i did differently this year and this was kind of talking to my coach enoch nadler as well as um kelly was just like you know don't feel like you have to get all everything down like every you know every right every gel I took I was like you know get in what you can like don't try to feel like you have to squeeze every ounce of it out Um, and kind of like the same thing with the noon I think around halfway my stomach got like a little bit like crampy and I just was like I'm gonna skip the next noon stop and, and I did like and I like regrouped and like immediately felt better and I don't know if I would have had the wherewithal without a little bit of experience at the marathon to know like hey that's okay mm-hmm. um so my feeling today was was great I like totally nailed it and that felt awesome um I went through the half at 1 23 30 which was like right where I wanted to be um I kind of knew the last five miles would be fast and so I'm I'm not someone who is a negative splitter um but I was like if if I'm gonna do that today is gonna be the day <laughs> kind of thing um so yeah I felt really good through the half
1: and negative splitting is when you run your second half faster than your first half which is very hard to do especially in a race this long mm-hmm. um yeah, so uh, let's see, I had a really good first 10 miles and then a, a quite good next five miles and then I really was feeling the effects of just 50 mile weeks, you know, which is not really enough to maintain what I wanted to do. So um, yeah, I went through the half in like 129, 30 maybe. And I was shooting for one, for just under three. So I was like, oh, this is great. But, um, (laughs) the, the first half of a marathon is very different than the second half, Mm -hmm. which I learned today again.
0: Right. Yeah, for sure. Yeah. So I went through the first half. I felt really good. Um, I'm really good about giving myself like check marks and benchmarks throughout the race. And so I won't look at it as in like, you have 20 miles left to go. I'm like, Mm -hmm. you have a mile and a half until you take your next gel. Yeah. And then after that, I'm like,
1: I looked at it as two 10 mile runs and then a 10 K my first ten mile like like repeats, like oh ten mile mm-hmm. repeat, another ten mile repeat, and then like a hard ten K. Mm-hmm. And that helps me break it up into thirds. Mm-hmm. So
0: Right. Absolutely. You have to break it up like mentally like that, absolutely. Um and there was, like, it was really cool, like, the crowds, oh, my gosh, like, great. they came out, and it was really fun, there were some really, like, quirky little villages yeah, um, yeah. that we kind of ran through, um, and I just, like. They
1: missed this race, because they didn't hold it last year, and it's, like, very important to the people, this race, so
0: that was Absolutely, nice. yeah, it was really fun to just have, yeah, like, the crowds were great, it was, yeah. it was awesome, um, and, like, just, like, running with that many people at that pace, like.
1: Oh, yeah, it was crowded. Like, Sarah, I'll bring we'll bring Sarah on in a second. When we started, like, there was really no room to move. Like, you had to kind of weave in and out of people. Mm-hmm. You had to, like, look for spaces to move. When we hit water stops, it was chaotic because people stopped. You had to stop. It was – there was a lot of traffic. So mm-hmm. um, the only other time I've experienced that was in Boston and kind of at the end, you know, when people kind of – slow down and you, you get pushed but this race was was crowded we had a lot of mm-hmm. people
0: around us yeah 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 so um then my next check mark was kind of like because i i won't really think about going and folks that means like like you want to stay within yourself for like the first 20 miles so i won't think about then just like okay give whatever you have left yeah. i won't start thinking about that until 10k to go mm-hmm. so then for me it just became get to 20 basically. Same. And so I got to 20 and I felt really good. I know then the course like flattened out a little bit. I know CIM is known for being fast. It is a net downhill. Um but it is rolling. Yeah. And so there is climbing in it. Mm-hmm. Um and so I I would not call it an easy course by any means, but I did know that the last 5 miles flattened out. And mm-hmm. so I just was like kind of just like get to that basically. Mm-hmm. Um, aerobically, I felt awesome. I felt really good, really strong. I I do a lot of, like, self-talk um, to me that helped me a lot today. And I was just like, you're doing it. Mm-hmm. Like, mm-hmm. you're doing it. Mm-hmm. And you trained yeah. enough to be able to do this. Mm-hmm. And you can do it. Mm-hmm. And so I just kept, like, reassuring myself that, like, because I started to, to pick it up. Mm-hmm. Like, the last like 18 on and i started like seeing 619 618 617 on my watch and i was getting to the point in the race where i was like okay you're allowed to do this now kind of thing um once i got to 20 my hamstrings and my calves started to like tighten up they got really tight but it wasn't like i wasn't like tired like if someone was like sprint now i could have I was it was more of like I'm afraid that if I do, then I'm gonna cramp or yeah. I'm afraid if I'm due, I'm gonna pull something. Yeah. um, so it wasn't so much that like my legs were tired, it was just like they were tight, it was like the oddest feeling, but like yeah. aerobically, I felt super strong yeah. um and so, but I knew I was picking up, I knew I was still running well, so I was like, just keep running well, then, you know what I mean, yeah. Just keep running six eighteens um six seventeens, just keep doing that, and then I told myself, you know then just get to 5k then like just get to 5k and then I think I took my last gel at mile 23 and then washed it down with some noon like right before that I mean right after that pardon me and I I had like two more instructions like on my arm for like 24 25 and i just was like i'm done like screw it you know what i mean like because it doesn't really
1: matter at that point
0: right and and i and i wasn't like falling apart yeah right Right, like i like
1: it could save you maybe a little bit if you were like on the edge but if you're good
0: right like i was like topped off pretty much um (laughs) And so luckily then at that point at 24, like three women came up on me Mm. who were moving, like they were moving. And it was like one of those, you kind of had to make a decision. Like you can keep running what you're running and you're still going to hit your goal. And I'm still going to run sub 250. I didn't really know where I was overall. I knew I was running well. I knew I was under 250 pace. And I, I was like, I think I'm under it by like a significant amount, but I didn't know where. And then they came up on me and it was one of those, like, you can go with them and, like, it's going to hurt or you could stay where you're at and you'll still hit your goal. Um, I went with them and there was, like, three of them and they were all, like, let's go. Like, they were all super encouraging. They were, like, let's work together. I was, like, this is my scene right here. Like, women empowering women, sign me up. Right. Um, And so I, like, hitched my wagon to them and we dropped, like – a. 605 at mile 25 and then a 607 at mile 26 um and then there's like two left turns into the finish and I knew I was running well again I didn't really know where I was at I knew I was like mid 640s at this point and I was like this is gonna be good we
1: got a clock at 40k
0: right which then, folks is like just before like mile 10, mile 25 yeah, right yeah. so i knew i knew so
1: you are you, like less than 10 minutes of running
0: right yes yeah, so, so you do you quick mm-hmm.
1: math marathon math
0: marathon math for like my math in general isn't good and like marathon math for me is like really not good like,
1: estimating and, <laughs> right yeah,
0: yeah. right cuz then you're like point you're two like, is like the
1: worst case <laughs> and then you're like but what if I did like my five K PR right now? Right, like, what
0: if that yeah. right, um, and I I didn't even look at my watch at what my mile twenty six split was because at that point I am arms like my chins up I'm in like full track yeah. stride mode like it's
1: well you're in like a finish shoot situation almost like it's loud there's people cheering mm-hmm. they're announcing things like you you can smell the finish.
0: Right. And folks, so the finish is like two left turns or quick left turns. Like you turn left (laughs) and then you turn left again. And like the finish is 40 meters ahead of you. Mm -hmm. So it's like, it's very quick. It comes up on you. Um, So I like make the left hand turn and there's like Three rear four of us all together and i just like went into like track mode and i like you know sprint to the finish and I had like a really good finish um and i'm like 20 meters away and i can like see the clock and it had like just hit 246 kelly had already finished is like standing just beyond the finish line and i spotted her because she's in like the orange shorts that we both wore and she's yelling for me and i knew i had like run awesome and i crossed the line um ran 2:46.10 10 basically ran like right into kelly's arms and like she knew my goal and like knew i had a good race and was all smiles Mm -hmm. and like held me and i was like oh my god and like it was we've had like some epic finish line finishes Mm -hmm. not all that happy (laughs) this one today was and like it was great to like i've gotten to share some awesome moments with her and like today was really special to do that um yeah and it was so i negative splitted folks so i then ran a one twenty two forty for my second half marathon um and like i honestly wasn't sure how the second half was gonna go like i've only ever run marathons with kelly who's kind of like helped me through it and like told me like like what to do basically or if like i'm going too fast or too slow or like we're skipping this you know like nutrition stop or something so it was like
1: you got like real-time coaching
0: right yeah and but then also today i was like on my own and it was like almost like i was the apprentice and she like yeah. okay like here you go sweetheart yeah, yeah. like you're all Time you're on fly. your own yeah. right
1: Leave and the I'm- so
0: i'm like i didn't screw it up yeah. you know and like yeah. and like negative splitting is also like a very kelly thing to do too so- <laughs> she's a very strong runner um so for like to me to do that by myself and like have the wherewithal to like make the right decisions and like aerobically be really strong to feel so good at the end um w- like felt really good
1: a negative splits exciting too because you're you, you always have that like oh what if I ran a little bit harder in the beginning you know like mm-hmm. that's a fun idea to Like move
0: yes a it's a very fun idea and it's all and it's, it was also like could I have started my kick sooner also right. you know like what if I went at 5k out There's versus no two miles yeah. out right yeah, yeah. um yeah, but I, I felt, like, really good about the day. I had a six-minute PR. My goal was to run under 250, and I ran 246, and I'm, like, freaking pumped.
1: Bravo. Bravo. Um, so now it's my turn. Um, <laughs> so quick, chicks, I like I said, I had a great 10-mile run, and then mile 14, actually a great half, and then mile 14 came up on me. And my quads were starting to talk to me. And I thought, oh, am I cramping? Is this what a cramp is? Or is this are these just legs that are tired from mm-hmm. I've really never run this long at this pace. Mm-hmm. I was at 545-ish. My goal was so I was ahead of pace at that point. Mm-hmm. And I thought, oh, this this could go really well, or we're, you know, or the other way. And through the next, you know, six miles from 14 to 20, I really had to be like you know, you have to be okay with whatever you got today. Mm -hmm. Um, I walked a few times to get in enough fluid and to, Mm -hmm. like, give my quads a little bit of rest. Mm -hmm. That was new. Um, And my thoughts went from, like, you're going to break three to, like, you got to finish this. Mm -hmm. (laughs) And um, I think that's a really important thing to acknowledge that just finishing a marathon is a huge freaking deal mm-hmm. and I got a little ahead of myself with the sub three goal based on my training so mm-hmm. folks I had a really rough last 5k I could have probably walked faster my last mile and a half um, but I finished in three oh six oh two, which is a PR mm-hmm. <laughs> I beat my 25 mm-hmm. year old self mm-hmm. um with like a walking finish. Mm-hmm. So mm-hmm. there is that. And and like I said, I did have a really good section of the race. Yeah. I just didn't put, I just didn't put together a full production.
0: Right. And, and I think you bring up like a really good point. Like there's nowhere to hide in a marathon. No. And if you get injured, like during your marathon build, but you're still going to do like, you're not injured enough to not do it, but you're also injured enough that you're you limited. can't, right. You can't train the way that you were initially planning on approaching your build there 's nowhere to hide without it, um, and so you know you talk about like maybe being a little bit undertrained or not as fit as you 'd like to be, and like a mile or a five k you might break down the last four hundred or the last thousand of the race and and it 's not like a complete you know
1: it 's like a forty five second swing maybe
0: right, yeah, exactly, and you can so still run run like, 10, run, like yeah. a very respectable time yeah. in the marathon like breaking down the last 10k
1: it added time like
0: right absolutely um right and I and I think you know you take two athletes and I think this is just like a great example and it could have gone either way and it actually has gone either way like when I was injured I was not running well at all and Betsy was very fit and was crushing it you know I mean so you take two athletes who I think of like similar ability and talent and like just different
1: circumstances right
0: and then i was able to you know not get injured and i have been injured before so i know what that's like but i was able to have a really good build a month long of 80 plus mile weeks um and on the flip side like you got you got injured yeah
1: i i went to battle and i really got beat up (laughs) but like you so freaking did it and you went for it I really went for it, folks. And at the finish, man, there was, like, a release like no other. Like, (laughs) folks, I mean, I'm an emotional person, I think, at some time, at some points, you know. Like, I can wear my heart on my sleeve. But this was, like, nothing I have ever experienced. I mean, I was, like, put through the ringer. I could not stop crying for, like, a half an hour. (laughs) I walked to the gear check, weeping.
0: (laughs) What? How were you received there?
1: Um... Them, well there weren't a whole lot of people it was kind of like a like a kind of a dead time I don't know um I was around a lot of people that were very happy which was awesome I'm not sure I could describe my feelings as happy I was very relieved because mm-hmm. going through that it was just like so much tension that was just leaving my body in the form of tears <laughs> mm-hmm. but um a couple gentlemen actually like gave gave me a, a well-needed hug and you know, well not a creepy way but in a very like yeah you know, like, like the running community you know, like, just is it so like, like whatever r- this is you need to yeah oh I love that but, yeah and so then I did, oh I did and then um I was looking for you ladies but you had already left at that point um,
0: we were freezing by the way we didn't like bail then, on her no, no, no,
1: no. and and you did wait you did wait we I just missed you um and I made my way back to the hotel and came up to you ladies and I just knocked on the door and started weeping again. Like so if that happens to you, no worries. Like Yeah, just
0: have your girlfriends there. You'll be fine.
1: Yeah, just let it all out. I felt so much better.
0: Yeah, so um it happens. Right, right. Oh my gosh, like, oh, I've had to be like collected after mm-hmm. races before. Absolutely. No, we so we get that. Um, but right now I think we do wanna bring on Yes. Um I think first we're gonna bring on Sarah yeah. and she's gonna give us like her play-by-play of her of her day and her race and her thoughts um, with how everything went. So, Sarah, this has been your first marathon in how many years?
3: Hey, ladies. Um, so today was my first marathon back since um, officially 2016. I, I did a fun, quote, air quotes, big air quotes, fun marathon in 2017. But it's been a minute.
0: Yeah, it's been a minute. And just just to recap for everyone, like Sarah's had like a stellar fall, um, like her first training build where she hasn't really been dealing with some of the injuries that she's had in the last couple of years. Um, like very good at like, she's just kept at it. Like, I feel like uh, many runners who have faced like the challenges she's had to come back from injury would just be like, screw it. I'm done. Um, but she like freaking kept at it. She changed it up. Um, and kind of fix some things that she needed to um to not keep getting injured which i give her kudos for um and she had a great day so sarah give us a little bit of your play-by-play of how your day went or just like the trip overall whatever you want to talk about yeah,
3: yeah, no this has been oh my gosh you guys this has been so so much fun we're gonna have to do this every year like <laughs> every what? year maybe every six months i'm kidding <laughs> i'm probably never gonna run another <laughs> Um, Yeah, I don't know. So um, Betsy kind of gave the overview. She and I started together today, which was fantastic. Nobody wants to go into a marathon by themselves. Um, So she and I kind of had like a similar, you know, start plan, which was fantastic. We were going to start with the three-hour group and kind of go from there and just see what happened. And we, um, (laughs) I guess we didn't even like get that far with our plan execution because we, did not start with a three hour group. We um, stood in line for porta potties for, you know, like a solid 30 minutes and then ended up starting um, probably like three minutes behind the three hour pace group. So we had kind of our work cut out for us for the first couple miles. And, um, you know, Betsy is like (laughs) a stellar 5K track runner. And she also made the incredibly brave decision to not run with a watch. So I felt like I was like, her keeper Mm -hmm. (laughs) for the first 5k. Um, You know, I, 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 you know, I'm not like a pro marathoner, but I I know enough to know that I'm, you know, not really in the business of running like 620 pace for 26.2. And Betsy was like ready to do that. She was like, (laughs) we are going now. (laughs) So, um, you know, kind of reined her in and we, we like had a great 10 miles. I think she kind of mentioned that. And, um, you know, we kind of said to each other on the start line, like, we're going to do this as long as we can, but if at any point we get separated or, you know, somebody's feeling, not feeling it or feeling it, like we're just going to do our thing. And so we, you know, we were totally cool with that. We knew from the start. And there was like a good bit of time where I think we were like running within just a second or two of each other, but didn't necessarily like, we weren't connected any longer. And that, I mean, that was probably from like 10 to 15. Um, but yeah, we, we stuck with our, our crowd for a while. Um, my My gripe, my only gripe with this race was the water stops, and that was I guess it's a little bit of a trade off um because you know we had the benefit of running with this like fantastic like fifty person deep group, but the mm-hmm. you know the bad part about that is that the water stops get really crowded, and so um, I was getting a little frustrated i I don't think I got any fluids in me at all for the first ten miles because you just I just couldn't get there. Um, so that was kind of why Betsy and I got split up is cause I was like, okay, like I can't do this. I'm just going to like get ahead of this group. I'm going to get to the right side, which is where they had the water lined up. Um, so did that kind of made a little move, got myself in a spot to get some fluids. Um, I think Betsy was like, you know, just kind of had our niche in the, in the group. So we kind of went our separate ways at that point and then just, um, tried to hang on. I ended up I ran like a metronome. Um I I kind of stopped looking at my watch from like mile 20 on cuz that's when the that's when the big hurt set in. <laughs> and it was just about, you know, just about getting home, but I I didn't slow down quite as much as I thought I had. I I ran pretty much even splits from start to finish, which I'm I'm thrilled with. Um, you know, I, I didn't have a great idea of what I could do going in today. I, I also had some kind of like bumps in the road the last like month or so. So I wanted to trend smart um, and just see what, what I could do. And um, ended up running 256, yay. Uh, yay, 256 high, which is great. I, I think I did lose some time to the water situation mm-hmm. um I lost a couple seconds at the very end too I had like a little bit of a cramping issue which I've actually for all the marathons I've you know done um I've never had like a cramping problem until today definitely experienced my first like true full-on stop you in your tracks like hamstring cramp but thankfully it didn't hit um until like you know like 0.75 to go so at that mm-hmm. point I was like okay mm-hmm. I can just like shuffle it in it's fine right and I knew I was like safe with my sub three goal. so um so that was interesting
0: yeah sub three goal and they crushed the sub three goal and also worth mentioning Sarah you switched up your fuel plan a little bit with your gels this time
3: I did yeah I used the SIS gels um that was something Georgianne you kind of got me on because they're the isotonic ones um yeah, that worked well. I in the past I think the most gel I'd ever taken in a marathon was like two. I took a solid four today. Um, so that was that was good and I felt good. It didn't bother my stomach at all.
0: Awesome. Love it. Yeah. You just so good. I was so proud of you. Um so next up we're gonna bring Kelly Griffin onto the podcast. Kelly is our veteran seasoned marathoner here, Olympic trials qualifier from twenty twenty. Um I feel like I wanna like tell everybody how you did, but I am gonna I'm gonna let you give the, the play-by-play because it's awesome.
2: Hi guys. Yeah, so um haven't really raced a marathon since grandma's in 2019. Um, so you know, build up was good. Um my coach Enoch had a little bit of different strategy for me. <laughs> Apparently we weren't gonna try to negative split this one. We were gonna um yeah, go out hard and see, you know, if I could hang it hang with it or hold on as long as possible, um and see what happened and
0: And and there was a one twenty pacer for the elite athletes. So just a reminder everyone, Kelly had an elite entry into the race um she was one of those athletes who was given bottles on course so that was great we actually dropped this off at the expo with her yesterday so she had a, a pacer um well kind of explain that
2: yeah so yeah i um caught him at the start line and you know we took off and i said we're gonna hit 120 Said that's the plan and so i was like great i am going to you know just hang with him right on his shoulder and let him uh, said it. I didn't really look at my watch. I figured I'm going to trust this guy. He seemed to be very comfortable. Um, and we were good. Like, we were on pace. At least, you know, it felt like we were. Um, yeah, till about mile 10. And then all of a sudden, he like darted off to the side and was gone. <laughs> and so then I was kind of like, okay, well, that's interesting. Maybe he's just getting water and he'll catch back up. And yeah, like, I didn't see him again until like much later in the race. Um, so that was a little. Interesting, because at that point it was just kind of me and him running, and there was nobody with us, so that kind of mm-hmm. left me out there by myself mm-hmm. um, for at least ten miles. I don't even really know. Um,
0: and that's an interesting point because I feel like you probably were in a little bit of like no man's land between like some of the elites who were at like that sub two forty area, and then like the sub elites like me who were like you know two forty five and up.
2: Yeah, and then, you know, like, once or twice a group of guys would come through, and I'd be like, all right, I'm going to hook onto them, and I'd look down, and we're, like, going 555 pace, and I was like, this is not okay. Like, I cannot hold this. Um, so, yeah, so, you know, I got through 13. Um, I think I split, like, 120, 17, which is, like, fast for me. Um, you know, at Grandma's, I ran a 121, so um, I still felt pretty good. Um, I got to mile 16, and, and I was not good. I was getting a little lightheaded, and I just um, – It was a struggle, Um, and there was a lot of discussions of, like, should I just not finish this race? Um, But those of you that know me— Which is,
0: like, very not Kelly.
2: It's very not me, and it was very much, like, you know, it took a couple passes of of the elite bottles to notice a lot of them sitting there that was like, no, you're not going to be another one of these um, people. I Mm -hmm. just—it's just not in my—I can't do that. Like, um, yeah. So yeah, so I just, you know, my calf started tr- cramping up, my hamstring mm-hmm. was not good, and I, mm-hmm. looking back at splits, I held on a lot longer than I thought I had. Mm-hmm. Um, it just wasn't as comfortable as it used to be. Yeah, um, yeah and so, you know, the last 10, 10K, 5K was, was rough. Mm-hmm. It was just like, get there, just get this over with. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, I mean, sometimes you just gotta go for it and see what happens, and know yeah. that like, okay, maybe, maybe I don't quite have that. Mm-hmm. Um, but you know, I still came away with a 2:43 uh, 16, which is a PR for me. Um, mm-hmm. Almost two years later and a lot older, so you know. Yeah. Like, right. You know, what are you gonna do? You're gonna go with that and uh, right. yeah. I may be retiring from marathoning now. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not sure about this now. Right. So.
0: But yeah, I mean, 2:43 PR, like that's flying. Kelly has three kids. Um, did you win masters?
2: Well, that's yeah. I mean, I think I did. That's what they announced on the thing, and I was like, oh, okay. Well, then, yeah, there you go. There's something. There. Absolutely, yeah. No, that's awesome. Yeah. So, but yeah, I don't know. I was much. I was much more enjoying watching you finish and come sprinting in. That was pretty cool. So, um yeah. So overall, it was good. You know, it was a good trip. It's been fun. Like I just like hanging out with everybody.
0: Yeah. And we're going to Napa tomorrow. <laughs> oh
1: yeah. 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 That's awesome. All right. Awesome. Thanks, Kel. Yeah. That was great. And I think just the theme of this is, like, running a marathon well is amazing. And, like, training and having that go well also just so enjoyable. But, like, it makes it so much better to, like – Talk about it and share it and, like, experience it with other people. And, like, you know, God forbid you have a terrible day. Like, it's fine. Like, you just go up to dinner and have some margaritas. And, like, like tomorrow's a new – Three margaritas. Yes. A pitcher. And, you know, and, like, tomorrow's a new day and there's new goals. And, like, this is pretty darn awesome. Oh, you know?
0: awesome. Yeah. I love it. And I really – enjoyed like this has been such a great journey for you and I to go on together and share with all of you and we've gotten so much good feedback and questions and
1: support this is really revolutionary I don't think there's anything out there like with two besties training for the same race very differently and sort of documenting it week by week I've, right. had, a, I've had a lot of fun yeah. sort Of like developing this and, and creating it with you so much fun and sharing it
0: yes love it Oh, my gosh. All right, folks. Well, this is the season finale of Quick Chicks. Hope you enjoyed the ride. I know I certainly did.
1: It's been a delight. Yeah.
0: Take care, everyone.
1: We love you. Thanks for listening. Take care, everyone. Bye. Bye.